We have a big paper trail at Michigan. So I think Michigan has a problem. I think Jim Harbaugh is down to his last six or seven games as head coach of the Wolverines. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I am Craig Sheeman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. On today's show, I think Harbaugh's leaving. I think he is. It's just a matter of time. I'll have the details. I'll have my thoughts. I'll have my opinions. Uh, the superlatives and uh, the award winners throughout the week in the Big Ten. We'll go over those. And hang tight at the end for our power rankings that I do each and every week. Might be a little controversy at the end of this one. All right, so be ready for all that. Look, I think Jim Harbaugh's days are numbered. Uh, Michigan by his own choice or not by his own choice. Not sure about that yet. The latest NCA Spygate investigation has created a, a huge paper trail, huge paper trail. Um, in fact, uh, let's go over it a little bit here and what we have uncovered in the last few days. We got a name, uh, Michigan analyst, Connor Stallions. He has been suspended with pay after being a person of interest in the NCA investigation. If you're watching on YouTube right now, here is the picture. He is the guy uh, to Harbaugh's left holding the stack of uh, laminated papers, presumably with uh, signals on them. Um, it is being reported that Stallion's sole job was to steal opposing team signs. He initially was a volunteer for Michigan from 2015 till 2002. But then he was uh, reportedly officially hired by the program just last year and put on salary. Now, here's the paper trail on all of this for the Michigan football program. All right. Stallions allegedly purchased 30 tickets at 11 Big Ten stadiums over the past three years. And Stallions had a bit of a pattern, as a matter of fact. He used to get tickets uh, around the 45-yard line, and they were just high enough so they can look uh, across and see the opposing team's sideline. Sometimes he would kill two birds with one stone and purchase tickets on both sides of the stadium if both teams were on Michigan's schedule later on and uh, sit in one half, one side on one half and sit on the other side in the other half. And um, there were reports that he actually bought uh, two sets of tickets for the Penn State-Ohio State game this past weekend. Both are coming up on Michigan's schedule. Those seats were empty this week because uh, the story had broke uh, broke right before the weekend. Um, so it appears that Stallions bought the tickets on a credit card with his name on it. He used resale companies that we've all heard of, like SeatGeek and StubHub. Sometimes he would electronically forward those tickets to at least three other individuals and send them to the games. 
Sometimes he would purchase multiple tickets to games, and uh, sometimes he would purchase single ticket games. Um, there's single tickets for the games. So we have ourselves a paper trail here. It's a paper trail, and it's longer than the tail on Haley's Comet. It's just, we, we got a lot here. One Big Ten school uh, located one of the seats that Stallion uh, allegedly purchased a ticket to. They matched it up with surveillance video. And it was said to have captured uh, a person in the seat, presumably one of these three people that he sometimes would pawn this off to. And they were holding a cell phone the entire game aimed at an opposing sideline. So now we have an electronic trail because I believe the NCA is getting that video uh, Wednesday. And as we mentioned earlier, Stallions was suspended with pay. We found out his salary, $55,000. All right. Many are wondering how he could have afforded such a, an operation of travel and tickets and all of this. It begs the question of who else knew about this operation and who might have been paying or reimbursing him for all these expenses with the travel. Clearly, somebody at Michigan, somebody else knew what was going on. But was it Jim Harbaugh? That's the big question. Now, as you know, Harbaugh issued a statement last week by saying that he knew nothing and that he did not direct anyone to break any NCA rules. But um, if somebody was employed by the Michigan football team and was allegedly stealing signs and giving those signs to Michigan football and the coaches were supposedly using those signs to their advantage, then how could the head coach not know? How? I mean, I just I just showed you a picture. I'll put it back up on the screen here. That guy on the on the side here, that's him. He's with Harbaugh. All right. Harbaugh knows this guy. So plausible deniability is out the window. Now, let me put a bow on this thing for you here. First of all, Harbaugh is still battling the NCAA for Cheeseburger Gate back in the day. And for those that don't remember, Harbaugh allegedly met with a couple of uh, signed recruits. Bottom lunch at a burger joint in Ann Arbor. It was during a dead visit time because of the COVID period. We were, weren't allowed to meet people. And Harbaugh says he really didn't recollect that. And so then the NCA thought he was lying about that, which was an even higher level infraction. So they wanted to spend him four games. Harbaugh fought it. He refused to give in. He says, I, I, I don't, this is not how I remember this event. I'm not, I'm not succumbing to this suspension. So the NCAA said, fine, here's what we're going to do. We think you're lying to us, Jim Harbaugh. So we, um, we're going to make a big drawn out. This is just an inquiry. We're going to make it a big old investigation. And it's going to take months. We're going to be very thorough. And the suspension is going to be more than four games. At that point, that's where Michigan seems to have decided, well, let's die on the sword a little bit here. Let's, uh, let's suspend Harbaugh ourselves for three games this year. Maybe this will be some goodwill. Maybe this will knock off in case it's a bigger six-game suspension next year. We got three games served already. Whatever the thinking was, that's what happened. And by the way, I still am not, this is a couple months ago now, I'm still not sure that Harbaugh was on board with the self-suspension. I, I never got that feeling. He, either way, he's got to be frustrated with this whole situation. Wouldn't you be? So then there's the issue of Harbaugh's contract. He was supposed to get a new one. It was supposed to be announced any week now. And it's supposed to make him the highest-paid coach in the Big Ten. Just for starters, as a benchmark, Ryan Day, Ohio State, highest-paid coach in the Big Ten, 
$10.2 million per year. So that's the starting point, right? Where's that deal? It hasn't been announced yet. What's going on? Does this change anything? Again, Harbaugh's got to be getting a little bit frustrated over this. So we've just presented a significant paper trail and electronic uh, trail. And so this whole Spygate thing that's going on, I'm starting to wonder how big of a suspension could, could that entail if we go down that road, if the NCAA finds out that you know, Harbaugh and Michigan did wrong and broke NCAA rules about scouting in advance at future opponents on site. You're not supposed to do it anymore. So if they come down on him for both what's left of Burgergate and lying about Spygate, is it unreasonable to think that they tack them all together and it could be like a whole season all next year? By the way, let me be clear. None of this is going to happen this year. All right. Michigan will finish its season this year. They very well could win a national championship. All right. None, none of this is going to come down and affect it. This will all be retro after the fact. But if that happens, would Michigan stand by their man in that scenario? I don't know. And um, who knows if, if, if wins would have to be vacated. I don't know. There's a lot of things that could be at play in the future. And I'm just wondering a few things. First of all, you know, does Harbaugh want to hang around and deal with all this? You know, if you go to the NFL, you you coach men, you don't have any of these recruiting violations. If you want to scout out other teams, you can just whatever. It's, it's much more simple for about the same money too, right? Maybe more. It is ironic though. I want to be fair. It is ironic that Michigan kind of became a powerhouse about two or three years ago. Started beating Ohio State. That's about when this all started, which leads me to another point. I think it's um, it, it's sad in a way because you look at Michigan's roster right now, they could beat anybody in the country by themselves. They don't need help on finding what the other team's signals are. They don't. They're good enough to win. That, that's what is going to be the shame on this whole thing. So moving forward, I just I don't know. Are we gonna are we gonna have a slap on the wrist? Is this uh, are, we, are we talking uh, lack of institutional control, scholarship losses, uh, forfeited wins? I don't know yet. I'm not sure. But again, Harbaugh probably don't want to hang around to find out. He wants to move on. And I know he loves his alma mater. It feels like he made the, his, his mark. He got him relevant again and going to college football playoffs for better or for worse. But I know he's always coveted a chance to win a Super Bowl like his little brother over there in Baltimore. So I say book it. Uh, Harbaugh's done after this season one way or another. Um, I thought it was just Burger Gate and the suspension. He's going to get his new contract. I thought he would stay. Now you add this on top of it. I think he's gone. Your comments are welcome as well. Hit me up on Twitter at TalkBig10 or on YouTube. I get to all those, saw a lot of those. We will also take a look at the awards of the week and also our power rankings for the Big Ten. All that is coming up in just one minute as uh, we continue. This is a fascinating topic, by the way, but all that coming up in one minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. I want to tell you about Jace Medical. All right, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, right? There's uh, disasters. Uh, there's hurricanes. I live in an area that dealt with a Cat 5 last year and Hurricane Ian. We've been through pandemics. Stuff happens, and supply uh, chains, they get stopped, right? Stuff you need, you can't get it anymore. And that includes medications, and that's important. 
That's why the Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. Jace case now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. You can choose the medications that are best for you and your family. Uh, they're always adding stuff too, like uh, ivermectin. And it comes in a case like this right to your door. Got the medications right there. And you're ready to go for any kind of an emergency. Plus, holidays are right around the corner. So you could get a gift card, uh, get somebody a Jace case of their own. Here's what you need to do. You go to uh, jacemedical.com and enter the code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. Uh, that's promo code locked on. Once again, go to jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. And I want to tell you about FanDuel because it's fun. Everybody's doing it. You can snap into action here this NFL season, what's left of it, and participate with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers, that could be you, uh, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel because you've been seeing a lot of other people do it, jump on in. It's fun. There's no better time to get in on the action. There are plenty of things. The app is easy to use. They got a wide range of betting options. Like, for example, I mean, whether it's point spreads, player props, over-unders, anything. I always tell you, I always like over-unders. I think they're a little easier than point spreads. For example, Thursday night, Buccaneers on the road at Buffalo. Uh, the over-under is 42. I don't think the Buccaneers are going to score that much. Uh, I Take the under. Take the under. A little tip from me to you. All right, so check it out. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Kick off the rest of the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So let's take a look at uh, all the good things going on in the Big Ten. And we'll start off with the co-offensive players of the week. Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy. Guys, it's almost perfect. Like I said the other night, he's like a video machine. He's just a video game. 21 of 27, 287 yards, and a career-high four touchdowns with no interceptions in that 49-0 win over Michigan State. He's got 45 career touchdowns at Michigan. That is six all-time now. And he also won this award last week. So back-to-back -back weeks for J.J. McCarthy. Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. also deserving. So that's why we have co-offensive players of the week. He had a career-high 11 catches against Penn State, including the game-winning touchdown, as the Buckeyes went 20-12. to And that one also threw in 162 yards for good measure on that as well. Nine of his 11 receptions went for first downs. He's moving the chains. He also won this award back on October 9th. So, uh, and again, future first-rounder right there. Mark my words. Defensive player of the week, Minnesota defensive uh, defensive back Tyler Newbin made four tackles of Saturday's 12-10 win over Minnesota or over Iowa. Uh, you say four tackles. Well, he had a sack. He had a tackle for loss. He had a forced fumble. He had a fumble recovery. He had a pass breakup. He's a stat filler. He did everything. He was phenomenal. And he helped hold Iowa to 12 yards on second uh, seven second-half drives. Great defensive job there. He also won this award before back in week one when they beat Nebraska and uh, had a key uh, interception there. Special teams player of the week, also Minnesota, kicker Dragon Kasich 
uh, kicked four field goals in a game against Iowa. That was all the scoring, four field goals. And um, that was the 12-10 game. It is um, the first time Minnesota won a football game without scoring a touchdown since 1981. He last won this award week one also in that game against Nebraska. Kicked the game when he kicked in that game as well. Plus, we have our freshman of the week. That goes to Wisconsin quarterback Braden Locke. He has stepped down. Remember, Tanner Mordecai has been hurt. And, uh, you know, interesting scenario, a little sidebar with Wisconsin. They got a big game against Ohio State. We're going to talk about that on tomorrow's podcast, as a matter of fact. But because that's Luke Fickle, kind of his homecoming, if you will, with all of his ties to Ohio State. But uh, Tanner Mordecai uh, was following through on a pass, hit, uh, hit a helmet of an opposing player broke his hand, needed a pin put in the next day. So he's done. But, you know, Wisconsin came out wanting to be all that air attack stuff. And um, Tanner Mordecai, that's not the kind of quarterback he is. So they do have a great running game at Wisconsin, and they should continue to stick with it. Nevertheless, side story, quarterback uh, Braden Locke now gets the chance, and he stepped up right away. In his first start, he led the Badgers to 18 unanswered points to wipe out a 14-point deficit in the fourth quarter at Illinois and threw the winning touchdown pass with 27 seconds to go. Welcome to the Big Ten, my friend. 240 passing yards, the third most in the Big Ten this weekend. So here's a freshman making his first start, 240 yards. The only two quarterbacks that threw for more yards for him were J.J. McCarthy and Kyle McCord at Michigan and Ohio State. Pretty good company. Maybe Luke Fickle found his air attack after all. All right. Um, I do want to take this moment to thank all of you for joining, especially you that listen every day. Be sure to subscribe. Black button down below. It really helps me out. Uh, subscribe on YouTube if that's where you're catching us. Wherever you're catching this podcast, share, follow, and like Locked on Big Ten. And don't forget, on Fridays, uh, this is a, a very big collaboration with a lot of our hosts. On, uh, on Fridays, we got the Lockdown College Football Kickoff Live show. It is live on this channel on uh, at 11 o'clock Eastern Time, Friday till noon. And if you miss the live one, it'll be you can get it recorded uh, just like you get your other videos and podcasts as well on this channel. It'll be there for you no matter what. But it's kind of cool to catch it live. I also participate. You can see me for a couple of minutes on there uh, looking ahead to the upcoming weekend. And it's 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 really good. It really is. So with that in mind, uh, it is almost time to unveil our new Big Ten power rankings that we do each and every week. Maybe some controversy in there. I've moved some things around. I have my reasons. I'll explain them. We'll see if you agree or disagree. That's coming up in one minute right here on Lockdown Big Ten. So passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy on the football field, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance. It's got to be a top performance. It's got to look good. you got to feel good. they got superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights. Those are cool, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win just like your favorite football team, right? Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right. It is time. Let's do this. We have uh, our power rankings for the Big Ten that uh, we put out at the middle of each and every week. I'm going to put them here full screen for you to check out. Maybe some disagreement. That's what this is all about. I'm sure I'll hear from you at Talk Big Ten at Twitter. That's the number 10 at Talk Big Ten. Or the website, TalkBigTen.com. Again, the number 10. Or here, I always hear here on YouTube. Uh, comments have been great. I like them. They're the good and the bad. I like them. I go through them all the time and encourage you to keep doing that. So let's put this up here full screen. We'll start with the first 10, and then we'll finish off with the rest of the teams in the Big Ten. All right. Look at the top. Here we go. Let me explain myself. And this is not me bailing out or uh, chickening out from uh, coming up with a, with a definitive answer. As you know, I've had Michigan number one throughout most of the season. I think Ohio State was number one one week. I've, I've moved Ohio State up to a tie at number one. And um, here's my reasoning. I, since I've had Michigan number one, they um, they beat Michigan State 49 and nothing. I can't penalize them. But I did want to uh, throw, uh, throw the Buckeyes a bone here. Look, they have a great resume. They have two top ten wins already. Uh, and I know I hear from you, Buckeye fans and other people on the YouTube comments. Well, why is Michigan number one? They haven't played anybody. There's some validity to that, but yet they're blowing people out by 40 and 50 points. So I still think they're the best along with Ohio State. I am going to give Ohio State credit for a couple of top 10 wins, one on the road at Notre Dame and, of course, uh, against Penn State this past weekend. I'm still going to keep Penn State at number three. I still, even though they lost to Ohio State, they they wanted to prove they belong in the top two, and they didn't quite get there. I still think Penn State is the third best team in the Big Ten. A lot of, lot of hate comments toward James Franklin, right? Dude wins 10 games a year. Let's just let's relax. <laughs> At number four, I got Rutgers. They're bowl eligible. Greg Schiano doing a great job there. Iowa, I'm putting them at number five. And you're probably looking at go, wait, wait a minute. Well, Iowa's number five. You got Minnesota down at number eight. Minnesota just beat them. Well, let me explain. Because uh, Iowa was six and one going into that game. So now they're six and two. Maryland and Wisconsin are five and two, respectively. And of course, Wisconsin. Uh, lost to Iowa, so I got them below them. But Minnesota only at four and three. I got to penalize them for a few losses in there along the way, right? Uh, before that game, they had two more losses than Iowa. So um, I'm going to put them. Uh, I'm going to put them there. I'm, I feel good about it. And Nebraska at number nine at four and three, but they're starting to get things going. And the Northwestern Wildcats, we got them at number ten with their three and four record thus far. All right, let's look at the best of the rest as we change screen here. Purdue Boilermakers got them in at number 11 and the fighting Illini at number 12. They've really kind of struggled this year and rounding it out. Two teams that are really struggling, the Michigan State Spartans and the Indiana Hoosiers. Both teams are two and five. Both teams 0 and four in the Big Ten. Looking for that first Big Ten win. Got to get it. Of course, off the top of my head, the Hoosiers are at Penn State this weekend. So that is going to be tough sledding. Nevertheless, those are the power rankings as I see them. 
You can agree or disagree at any time. We'll look forward to your comments moving forward. Again, ways to get a hold of me at any time. At Twitter, at TalkBig10. Number 10, website, TalkBig10.com with the number 10. Or here on YouTube is the easiest way for sure. Speaking of YouTube, feel free to subscribe if you haven't already. That little black button, just click it. It's free, and you're in the Cool Kids Club with the Big Ten. You can follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day, whether you catch it audio or video only, we release them first thing in the morning, every weekday, Monday to Friday. And don't forget, we go live on Saturdays as well after the big games. Now I'm going to invite you to check out our good friends at Lockdown Sports Today and their podcast. And uh, they covered everything that's going on uh, in sports football. We've got a World Series coming up, all that good stuff. Uh, but you can check them out. In the meantime, have yourself a great day. Can't wait to talk to you again already tomorrow, right? Got another edition coming up of Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman.